It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Auburn Podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby. Michael Pappas in studio as well. We are in a studio that I'm not crazy to be recording in. Really? I just don't think it sounds as good. I prefer this studio. That's bizarre to me. All the mics are so uneven. Drives me crazy. Yes, I can understand how from a production perspective, um, this studio is is less favorable. But I like that we're tucked away in the back of the building mm-hmm. because in the front studio where we typically record, there's people that like try to mess with us through the window and all that. Don't have to worry about that. But I just think the microphone sounds so much better than the other one. But that's okay. We're going to make it happen. I, I'm more... For some reason, I'm more comfortable in here. It's got its own air conditioner. I just, it's a smaller studio. It feels more intimate. You know, we're just having a conversation. I do love that. How are you doing today? How's your morning been? Uh, morning's been great. Morning's been great. Yours? Um, I had a, a pretty sad thing happen to me this morning, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, so I went to do some fitness um, this morning about 7.30, and I found out that the office doesn't open at uh, my apartment complex until 9 a.m., and the workout room is in the same place as the office. And so then I had to walk outside instead of like on a treadmill. You can go to the office while they're open and ask for a key. I used to live there. And you can go work out when it's closed. Okay. Just a heads up. Okay. I thought we had talked about that before. No. Okay. It's a great apartment complex. I really enjoyed living there and until then, the end. Uh, yeah. I'm having a great conundrum, to be honest with you. Okay. This is unrelated. But uh, I have a a large pimple on my forehead, which I know (laughs) is from wearing hats. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you know, I wear a hat on Saturday, um, sweat, sweat, whatever, right? Well, so I don't want to walk around with a big pimple on my forehead because, you know. So you keep wearing hats. So then I wear another hat, which can only make it worse. Right. So, like, what do I do? I could really use some. Uh, you just keep. You just have that pimple for the rest of your life. Uh, like you just wear uh, hats every day. It's the power of radio. I could really use some support from the people out there. If you guys wanted to just uh, tweet something nice at me today, I, I would appreciate it. I'm not having a great morning. <laughs> uh, before we jump into Auburn content, and I like to get into Auburn content as as quick as possible, but if you are listening on iTunes or Spotify, however you're listening, if you could leave a review, it would uh, it helps us out a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? In fact, I was looking at the reviews for the first time in a while. And we've gotten a bunch more. I think we're up to like 170 reviews, which is awesome. Thank you guys so much for that. That's huge. Um, but there was one that I wanted to address. Most of them positive, And this one was positive. But um, the, the highlight, uh, it says, golden highlight of my day, even though the guys won't respond to my suggestions for nicknames on Twitter. Whoever left this review. I must have missed it because I love that conversation. So please Wait, try again. What? I'm shocked by that because like half I, of the I answer all I, of them. Half of the things I see you tweet are nickname suggestions. Yeah, I broke 2,400 followers yesterday, and I'm like, I don't know why these people are following me, but whatever. The power of GIF threads, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, please yeah, do that. People do really like peanut butter. It's pronounced GIF. The owner, I, I posted a, a, an article on your door. I taped it to the, your door that the, the author, the creator, calls it GIF. It's whatever. So Malzahn, uh, 
is talking to the media in about an hour and a half or so from right now, the time of us recording this. I don't expect him to say a whole lot other than just kind of talk up Florida. But here's the thing, Michael. He has to talk up Florida. I'm cool with it. They are a top 10 opponent. Florida is a tough place to play. But when it's all said and done, I do not think Florida is a top 10 caliber team. And I think Auburn is going to handle this mainly because, you know, I was talking with some folks that have really broken down and watched Florida's tape. I think their offensive line is suspect. And I think Auburn's defensive line is just going to ruin their offense this Saturday. Uh, I went back last night and rewatched the first three quarters of the Auburn game because that's when my t- DVR decided to stop recording it. That's nice. Um, but Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. I I wish I would have taken actual detailed notes because... uh initially I just started like watching it for fun. And then I was like, wait, I'm actually like seeing way more things. Now I know why people rewatch the games. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, the defensive line is just ridiculous. I I know that, you know, we talk about Derek Brown a lot and the Mississippi state offensive line is probably not all of that great. Um, they definitely got away with some holds and stuff. But I think the Mississippi State offensive line is just as good, if not better, than the Florida offensive line. Okay. That's that's kind of my thing for Saturday. It's like, uh, I don't know how this is going to go. Derek Brown, on a bad play for Derek Brown, he gets stood up. Like, think about that for a second. A bad play for most defensive linemen, you're getting pushed yeah, you're playing Three linebacker. Yards off the right. ball. Yeah. You're, you're, right? For Derrick Brown, it was like, oh, man, that wasn't a great play for him. And he has completely stonewalled his offensive lineman. He has stood him straight up, and, like, that's it. Yeah, aside from the first half against Oregon, you haven't seen a lot of scrimmage move backwards for Auburn mm-hmm. uh, when Auburn's playing on defense. I think you have seen it when they're playing on offense. But that's that's huge, right? Yeah. I mean, as far as maintaining and dominating a line of scrimmage, our guest last week that was previewing Mississippi State, John Luke McCord, he talked about them running the football. And Mississippi State was not able to run the football effectively. I think their stats ended up being okay. But it, when that's the only way that you're going to be able to win and consistently win games in the SEC mm-hmm. is by running the football, you're probably not going to beat Auburn. I think that's kind of the one thing that Florida has going into this game is the arm of Trask. I think he's a much better passer than Felipe Franks. That bar is really low. <laughs> but I, I think that changes the offense a little bit. I don't think that's a style of offense that Mullen is as comfortable with. When you mm-hmm. look at the guys that he's had success with, dating all the way back to Tebow in his Florida days or Dak Prescott or you know even even you know last year's play so with, with Fitzgerald. So I, I just think that he is more comfortable with a quarterback like Felipe Franks. A now, guy who can run. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think I think he's going to be able to use Florida's playmakers because Florida always has talent, 
right? I mean, uh, look at all the guys that Auburn has recruited from Florida. They're all good. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of four stars and five stars throughout Florida. And so they want to stay in state. They want to go to the state school. And obviously Florida has an advantage. They're similar to Georgia. I mean, those guys are always going to have talent on those rosters. But I, I still don't think it's quite enough. I think the weakness of this Auburn defense, I don't think there's any doubt about it, is the defensive backfield. When they're playing zone, I think if Auburn plays man and just says, hey, we're better than yard, guys are going to be able to get there and and affect Trask, especially with Florida's offensive line playing the way it currently is, I think that's the ball game. I, I really do. I mean, it goes back to kind of what I've said over the past few weeks. Mississippi State was able to score more points over the course of the game just because Auburn was able to score so many points. That's just kind of the way the game flowed. But I think when it comes down to it, it goes back to relevant points that this defense is going to give up. I still don't think it's more than 17 against with Florida. I don't think Florida can score 17 legitimate and relevant points while the game is still competitive against this Auburn defense. And the way that this Auburn offense is playing right now, they're scoring three touchdowns. I, I, I feel pretty confident about that. And I think Auburn's going to come back from the swamp, a top five team, beating another top 10 team on the road. That was that was a lot. You love that? You came ready today. Let's go. I mean, Let's wow. Let's go. I didn't even know we were on to Florida yet, and you're in here like, <laughs> boom. I've just been reading some stuff, man. I just needed to get it out. You're fired up. I just needed to get it out. I loved it. I think you're crying right now. I, I Is was that like, a tear? I was out here like, should I jump? Should I jump? No, 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 no. Don't no, do He's it. feeling <laughs> himself right now. Let him keep going. Uh, uh, I what, tend to what, what, Yeah, what are your thoughts I mean, on what I said? Yeah. Just... I'll start with really what you said. Uh, I'm going to start with what you said about Dan Mullen and talk uh, a little bit about Mississippi State. So it, Auburn did get beat, you know, a number of times on the quarterback run uh, against Mississippi State, but that to me seemed like more of a function of the game plan because when you're preparing for Mississippi State, the game plan has to be stop Kylan Hill. He's the best running back in the SEC. You have to stop him. Auburn stopped him. He averaged 2.5 yards a carry, and it didn't even look like he did that well. And 2.5 yards a carry is bad. So when, you're, when your game plan is stop the running back, if you're running a lot of zone reads, the, the quarterback's going to pick up some yards. It happens. I'm not worried about that. Trask, not nearly as mobile of a guy as Garrett Schrader is. Mm-hmm. Probably not as nice of a beard either. This... Auburn defense flies to the football and they love hitting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, good any, linebackers have something wrong with them where they just love to hit people. Anytime that, like, if a guy, whether it was Schrader or Hill or a different running back or, or one of the wide receivers, when someone would break through the defensive line, they were just getting clobbered. And sometimes it was by the defensive lineman coming back and, and, you know, hustling. That was another thing I was really impressed with, the motor from guys like Marlon Davidson and um, Wilson. I don't know who that was. Someone Wilson. Wilson? The volleyball? 44. No. Not, not from Castaway? No. Okay. He, uh, th- these guys, I mean, they were playing really, really, really well. Yeah. And so... Oh, another thing I was really impressed with is the defensive adjustments that these inexperienced, quote-unquote, linebackers can make on the fly mid-play. Yeah, can we throw the uh, inexperienced linebackers out the window? They're good. They're fine. Travis Williams has has coached these guys up. They're ready to play. I I agree with you, but for guys who have 
you know, I mean, they've started what five games. Yeah, so yeah, I, I understand. Where I, you're I was from. I was very impressed with their ability. Mississippi State really kept doing that hurry up and wait offense, where they like don't huddle, but they would go stand at the line of scrimmage for like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. And when they would change something, the defense, even when Owen Papo was the only linebacker in there, he was making adjustments. There was one time when KJ Britt bumped over a defensive tackle, and then they ran the ball right to the gap that the defensive tackle had just moved out of, and Britt made the tackle for no gain. And it was like, okay, like these guys are ready to play. They're prepped. They can make adjustments on the fly, mm-hmm. like almost mid-play. And, and so that it was just extremely impressive to me. And it speaks to what you're saying. If Auburn continues with this dominance in stopping the run and shutting down the run and just lets this incredibly talented secondary, you know, continue to play the way they've been playing, they're going to be incredibly successful, especially against a Florida team whose offense hasn't really shown up. And Kyle Trask has still only started two games at quarterback. Despite being a since junior. He yeah. gradu- since he was a freshman in high school. How about that? And it was against, who did Florida play two weeks ago? I don't even know. They played like Towson or whatever. No, they played Towson last week, but two weeks ago. They played State. Oh. Wait, what? No. Mississippi's? No, no, I'm getting Kentucky and Florida mixed up. Yeah. Let's look it up. They beat somebody, like kind of decent. Whatever. I want to say it was, was it South Carolina? No. Yes. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Let's keep talking, man. I don't know. So anyway, I I just... Top to bottom right now, this doesn't look like uh, uh, an awesome matchup, but the big key, the big match— Tennessee. Not someone decent. So it's against Tennessee and Towson. So this is like, hello, welcome to the SEC, this is it. Mm -hmm. You're going to meet some linebackers who are coming to take your head off and some defensive linemen that— get angry and get after it. So this has been my philosophy on on college football as a whole over the past few years. If you stop the run, there are very few college quarterbacks because the general rule that college quarterbacks aren't good. They're Mm -hmm. not good passers. Mm -hmm. They have to scheme guys open or they have to have really good wide receivers. And that's okay. You know that going into it. There are very few quarterbacks playing college football right now that if you take away the run game and make it where you can't run the ball throughout the game, you're going to lose. Like, there's no other way to put it. And Trask isn't one of those guys. So if Auburn is able to take away the running game, which, once again, I am not impressed with Florida's offensive line, I, I think it's going to be really hard for the Gators to run the football consistently. And so, I mean, you, you mentioned inexperience at the quarterback position. I don't think Trask can carry this team. He had a great end of the game against Kentucky came out, mm-hmm. came in for the injured Felipe Franks and was able to move the football down the field and ultimately beat Kentucky. But from a talent standpoint, I mean, they shouldn't have been in that situation anyway, right? I mean, Florida is yeah. so much better than Kentucky. I, I really don't think this game is closer than 14 points on Saturday. I really think Auburn's going to be able to handle this one. This is my fault 
But the last time I watched Florida play a football game was against Miami because they haven't played an interesting game since then. And I that watched, game was way more interesting than it should have been. Correct. And I watched, uh, I, I, I guess I watched some of the Kentucky game, but it wasn't as intently as to where I have an impression really yeah, of Florida. That, that other Florida than Kentucky game was on the same time as an Auburn game was. Yeah, so it was yeah. like I, I didn't watch it as intently as to, to have anything left over than Florida didn't look good. But a month ago in the, in the Miami game, they couldn't tackle anyone. Correct. I mean, they made Dallas, uh, Miami's running back, look like the guy was Barry Sanders out there just dominating everybody. It looked like Bo Jackson. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Now, they may have fixed that. It has been a month, like but I said. you and, and I and talked gonna, about that, and, I, again, and that's, that's I didn't hard. know we were on to Florida. I haven't done my film watching yet. Sure. So we'll get back to the tape, but... Man, you know what I did yesterday? What'd you do? I discovered that you can go back and rewatch the game through the Skycam. Didn't know you could do that. Oh, the All-22? It's not All-22. It's through the Skycam, but... What's the sky cam? It's just a different angle. It's that camera that floats around on the field. Oh, no. You, you enjoy that? Oh, I loved it. The one on the wires? Mm-hmm. Loved it. I'm going to do it every game now. I think it's only for ESPN broadcast, but I'm totally all about that life. Really? Oh, yeah. You see a different angle. And especially with, 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 uh, with linemen and linebackers as far mm-hmm. as reacting and... The, the moves that wide receivers make to get open. I mean, you just see it different yeah. as far as crossing stuff. I, uh, speaking of different angles and views and things, uh, I have a new award that okay. uh, I'd like to... Uh, nominate for the Lockdown. Nominate, yeah. Podcast Bl- awards? Block of the year. Okay. We talk about the, the H-backs, H-back, fullback, tight end guys all the time. Specific the, block or the blocker of the year? Both, either, or? Let's make them both a thing. Okay. Because, I mean, we talk about those guys all the time. I mean, you, you, you talked about your gift thread earlier. You always Jeff. like to highlight at least one key block that gets thrown. I'm starting John Samuel Shanker in fantasy this week. That I love it. I just added in for no reason. But I, I just I, I feel like we should give those guys some love. We, we love them on the podcast. So let's, uh, let's, let's love throw them in the award show. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see, speaking of outstanding blockers, did you see the Swiss Army Knives? Uh, him wearing pajama pants yes. in his press conference on Sunday. Pajama pants and Crocs. I think he should be the official blocker of the Locked On Auburn podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe mm-hmm. unofficial because mm-hmm. we don't want to get in trouble mm-hmm. with the NCAA. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does not receive compensation for his name, image, or likeness. Okay. So as long as we can benefit from it. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. That's legal. He just cannot. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so watching the Skycam. And just kind of rewatching that game, a lot of the big plays, you, you mentioned Mississippi State doing the hurry up and wait where they get to mm-hmm. the line and they kind of look at the sidelines. There were several times that Auburn got to the line, changed the play, sometimes even changed formation, and that's when the big plays happened. I mean, the, the fake toss to Cam Martin and then throwing it inside to Will Hastings. Then the very next play, they lined up, looked to the sideline, and then Bo just threw it deep to Seth Williams, and he caught it in the end zone. I mean, those are those are things that you kind of look at, and you're like, well, whoever's calling plays knows what he's doing. Yeah, the, so I, I'm glad that we talked about this, because that is something that I really noticed watching that game. In the first half, Auburn did not do that. They did not do the hurry up and wait. They got right to the line I think and it was they a ran. It was a script thing. 
Yes, but they don't script the whole first half. I, I mean, but it, they scored so quick, Michael. They probably scripted most of it. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard yeah. to script twenty plays. You know, that, and when yeah. your first drive, you score in one. In one yes, right. Uh, so I mean, I, I bet a lot of it was. Yeah, yeah, you could be right, but I was just so impressed that it was like Auburn came out. They came out so playing so fast, and it was really. Almost the whole first half, if not the whole first half, they barely did any of that. And, and usually you see that off of big plays. You see that off of first downs. But it, it's just a uh, – it was really impressive to me that this seems more like, you know, the Gus teams from, I guess, nine years ago and seven years ago or whatever, nine years ago and six years ago that, that were playing at that warp speed that really gave teams issues. And then Mississippi State playing from behind would do the hurry up and wait. And it's like that doesn't benefit you. That, that was the thing that bothered And then in the second half, Auburn did slow it down. The other thing that I was super, super impressed with. Yes. At the end of the first half, Anthony Schwartz made that catch on the sideline and then Auburn scored with like 12 seconds left in the half or whatever. Remember that? Yes. Okay. The play before that was third and two. Mm-hmm. The play before that was like second and five or something. They ran the ball in second and five, and then they called a timeout before third and two. They called two plays. In the huddle, in the timeout, whatever you want to call it. They called two different plays. They came out through a quick out to Will Hastings, who got out of bounds or, or got hit and then went out of bounds. So it was like the clock was going to start again when – they put the ball down and they were ready or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So they throw the quick out to Will Hastings and then they ran get, up to the line, ran up to the line yeah. real quick and say and say hike and then throw the bomb. Yes, uh, Bo stared down Anthony Schwartz on the bomb, but if you know you have man coverage with Anthony Schwartz, like you can stare down whoever you want. I also I posted a video just, of that play from the the sky view angle. Mm-hmm. Will Hastings, his cut to get open in the middle of the field was beautiful. <laughs> I'm sure he was wide open also. It was beautiful. Uh, it, it was just, I, I was so impressed that with a fre- a true freshman quarterback, they're able to call two plays in the huddle. He can remember two plays. That's crazy. Well, they're able to call two plays in the huddle and then yeah. execute two plays back-to-back, I mean, to perfection. Yeah. was just, I, I was super, super impressed with that. Another thing that um, that impressed someone, you, you sent me this in a DM, Cole Kublik, former Auburn Tiger, Sent a tweet, one guy that had a really nice blocking performance for Auburn football versus Mississippi State that is not getting much attention is wide receiver Sal Canella. Though he did a really nice job on the perimeter, thought he did a really nice job on the perimeter, helped spring a few big gains. What are your thoughts? Uh, I believe I left my thoughts in a comment in the DM. I can't read that, though. Okay. Um, they said, this is my nightmare. Yeah, that's what it said. Um May have used a little more colorful language this than that. This is a that. family podcast? Family friendly? Yeah. Um, Do you guess he's going to be on the show throughout this week? Sal Canella. No. No, that's not happening. But we will have Zach Abelverde, who does Locked On Gators. Ooh. I believe that is going up tomorrow. Tomorrow's show is going to go up a little later than normal because we're recording a little bit later and. Um, just to work with Zach's schedule. So that'll be fun. And then, dude, I get an email yesterday afternoon, shortly after I get off uh, work. I had like three emails from you that I waited to, to look at. But I get an email from this dude saying like, hey, man, do you want Jason Campbell by chance? He's a former Auburn quarterback. And I love that they explain that to me, to the guy <laughs> that does an, a daily Auburn podcast. They're like, do you want him on? And I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah, we, we, we can we can make that happen. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So uh, we're recording that tomorrow on Wednesday, but I think it's going to go up on the Thursday show. Mm. So look forward to that. So, Zach, I told you I was coming in here and I'd made some crazy connections and ideas and things. We haven't talked about it. We don't need to get too in the weeds now. I know we're probably short on time. I got a, I got a, a business call in four minutes, so go. Okay. I think this could potentially be the year that breaks the four-team playoff. Okay. Do you want to know why, or do you want to just leave it at that? Because Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, no. Clemson, and Georgia? No. What does it? OU does not look like they're going to lose. Okay. Ohio State doesn't look like they're going to lose. Right. Clemson's not very good. They don't look like they're going to lose. Okay. Three undefeated conference champions right there. Right? Okay. Whoever wins the Alabama-LSU game, so either one, Bama or LSU, take your pick. Let's say, for argument's sake, LSU beats Alabama. If Auburn beats LSU and wins out, and then... Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Let's yeah. talk about this tomorrow. Okay. Now, I lost myself. All right. Write it down and, and come I'm, ready to go tomorrow. That work? Will. All right. Yeah. Michael, follow Michael on Twitter at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. This has been another edition of the Locked On Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.